This is The Analysis, a weekly examination of the culture in light of truth. I'm Deanna Huff. And I'm Mark DeMoss. Join us as we investigate and analyze the environment of the world where we live. We will be shedding the light of God's Word on the issues. And responding as Christians to influence followers of Jesus Christ to share the gospel with those around them. The content for this podcast is for the general interest of discipleship. Anyone with a major medical condition should seek a medical doctor. There should not be any liability held toward the speakers of this podcast. As we sit down to talk today, Deanna, uh, I'm thinking about the coming of holiday seasons. We're just a couple of weeks before Thanksgiving, and for us and probably for your family as well you end up getting to spend a lot of time around people that uh, you don't always see uh, they may be relatives they they may be friends uh, that you see from from the past or just you're gathering in unique situations where uh, there's lots of time to just kind of talk and share uh, with one another because life stops for from few moments in those holiday settings and um, people let their guard down a little bit. And in some of those conversations, uh, you discover what's going on in people's lives. You get past uh, eventually, hi, how are you doing? What's been going on? And then you begin to find out people walk with some struggle and people have some challenges and people have difficulties. And that's going on all the time around us. Uh, and one one of the things that... Um, we do in such a normal part of our ministry through the church body is just trying to walk with people in those challenges. And uh, so many people are looking and hungering for some kind of counseling to solve their issues, their problems, their fears, their anxieties, conflicts, whatever it may be. And they turn to people that they think have that knowledge. Some are turning to professional counselors. Some may turn to someone like you or I that have tried to help other people and been involved in counseling situations, but they're turning to people and going, I need help, I need answers. Uh, And they think the solution maybe is in profession, a professional counselor. And we would want to say, hey, anybody anybody can do this and anybody can walk with you in your challenge if they're walking with the Lord. And so... We're going to just talk today some about you may be in some of those opportunities because of holidays, meeting some people that are unburdening their life to you. And what are you going to do with them? How are you going to help them? Do you have anything to say? Or are you going to say a nice little prayer and go, (laughs) I don't know what to tell you. I hope you can find a counselor. Yeah. We don't want to see that happen. Yeah. And a lot of it is is what you mentioned, discipleship, discipling others. And discipling, when I think about it, it's pointing people to Christ and Christ being the resurrected life. Mm-hmm. You know, we're dead in our sins and he raises us from the dead to live this resurrected life. And he, he desires for us to live in peace because he says he's a prince of peace, right? right. And... A lot of times people are looking for that in their situations. There, there's something going on with their coworkers or maybe with their kids or maybe in their marriage. And I know we all experience those things and just uh, looking for wisdom and discernment and ways to be overcomers in our challenges. And that's really, I think, when we encounter people, especially during the holidays or our friends or just any time, is just 
asking the question, what am I going to point them to as a solution or the resolution to the challenge? Right. And I think you and I would both say that, you know, Jesus really is, I know it sounds cliche, he really is the answer, but he's also given us everything to equip us for every good work. I mean, that's right. what the New Testament says, right, Timothy? Yeah. So if that's really the case, then what does that look like? Yeah. And I think that we're going to see that on a regular basis throughout our lives, but especially right now during the holidays. Yeah, I I think that's a place people are living all the time. Uh, the holidays give us this unique opportunity to to kind of see it and and experience it, and and maybe experience it with people that we're we're not around a lot. Um, but it gives us this unique opportunity to kind of think through and be prepared to have those conversations and you want to say Jesus is the answer. And like you said, that sounds almost cliche, (laughs) Um, but he is the answer. How do we help people see he's the answer? How do we bring that answer to life? Um, We'll use the word discipling or discipleship. And I think it scares people Uh, counseling. You tell somebody you can counsel them through their problem. That's a scary word to them. You can disciple your friend. You can disciple your relative. You can be the disciple. I think that's a scary word to people. And it really is just helping people follow Jesus. And you're just helping people go the way Jesus would go, think like Jesus would think. Um, that means you're doing it yourself if you're going to help somebody else. So I think that's one of the steps of preparation. Like I'm afraid to help somebody or talk or listen to your problem because I don't know how to do that. So some preparedness ought to go on for yourself, but that's really all you're doing. Point them to Jesus, help them follow Jesus. That's making a disciple. Help someone follow Jesus. You know, it's interesting that when you look at the New Testament and you begin to watch and walk Jesus' life with Him. You know, I was was listening to... um, professor one day and she said oh last night you know i sat down and read mark and i thought that is so right that's what we ought to be doing in preparation we ought to be thinking in our lives okay i want to pray i want to ask god that he would give me opportunities to be able to to talk to people and point them to him but also just watching his life and when you walk through his life it just immediately i think about you know the woman who was caught in adultery mm-hmm. And Jesus, it's, it, it seems like, you know, that he's on this scene and they're going to stone her. Mm-hmm. And, you know, he starts writing this stuff in the sand and they start dropping the rocks. Yeah. And you can almost you can almost think about the scene as if, you know, he's walking up and he's observing. He's listening. Yeah. He's assessing the situation. And so when people are talking to us, one of the most important things we can do is just listen. And that is a learned behavior itself. Yeah. And so as we encounter people and they say, oh, I've got, you know, got these things going on, asking them a question, exploring that and, and helping them to feel the freedom to be able to share their story. Mm, that's a good word. Yeah. And then be able to, to as you're, listening to them praying and and asking God that he would give you wisdom to be able to respond. You don't have to have all the answers. What we have to do is we have to be able to see things and life circumstances that God has given us pictures of and answers to so that we can extend those to other people. Yeah. Yeah. Prayer 
you mentioned as a as a component i i was thinking you know the holy spirit gives us the answer we need in the moment yes but oftentimes we don't ask you know we we're missing being able to express what the holy spirit would want to express to them because we didn't just stop and in our mind pray lord help me see this the way they are and help me see how you would respond to this give me words for them from your word and I think that's another fear we have. Often we're going, well, I haven't had that problem, or I haven't walked in that challenge. What would I have to say to this? <laughs> you may not have anything to say to this, but God's Word does. And so praying, asking, how do I help them see something from God's Word, a verse, a story from the Bible that I can remember, an instance with Jesus that would express hope in this moment, or maybe just going back to the big picture of sometimes it's just, Listen, let's not forget that God created, and yes, there's been a fall. And we just talked about this through our last series of things. But then he began to fix it through the cross, and ultimately will solve it in the new creation. Sometimes it's just helping them see the big picture again, that there is hope and restoration that's available because of what Christ has done and what will ultimately happen. No, that's such a good word. And and some of the things that when we encounter you know, a lot of people and the ability to communicate. And sometimes we're afraid to talk about either social issues or about Jesus or about, you know, religious ideas and, and interacting those things together. And uh, one of the things that is important for us to remember is to be courageous hmm. because the truth is they've been looking for answers and they're looking for hope a lot of times yeah. and who is hope I mean the very person himself is Jesus and so I always try to remind people when when they talk to me they'll say oh I'm so sorry you know I've unloaded all of this on you today mm-hmm. and I'll just look at them and I'll say hey listen this is not an accident that we met yeah. God wanted something for you today. And He just happened to place me here to be able to remind you of the direction to walk. And sometimes, you know, that might be for other people, for me. It it goes both ways, right? That we can disciple and encourage one another. But praying, listening, and being able to express hope to a situation is incredibly important. And then moving forward in that relationship to encourage them on a regular basis is really good. Yeah, yeah. you, you said they've already been looking for answers. Uh, people who are walking in crisis are looking for answers. That, that's why they are seeking out counselors. That's why in the middle of the holiday meal, they're telling you this story and they're unpacking this thing. And, and you may even be thinking like, I can't believe we're talking about this right now, but they're looking for answers. Sometimes they gain knowledge as they talk to people. Like maybe they've Google searched things and they've been to a counselor and they've told 14 friends the same story and heard their advice and now they're telling you and you're giving them advice and they're getting all this knowledge but it's not turning into answers. What's missing in what's happening for them? They're, they're missing a step of that knowledge becoming wisdom. What's the gaining of wisdom? How do, we, how do we as disciple makers help them take the search toward Jesus' answers? Yeah, this is such a great question. And you and I have, have talked about this being that, you know, they have to move knowledge 
into discernment, to mm -hmm. wisdom, to application. And a lot of times what we see is what James says. He says, you're hearers of the word, but you're not doers. Mm -hmm. You go in and you look at your face in the mirror and you know it's dirty, but you don't clean it. You just leave your face dirty and walk away. And what happens sometimes is that people want to give you their story, but they don't want to conform or submit to what God has for them. And I think this is extremely difficult. And it, you know, there's so many people we could say or speak about in this situation who have been in really extreme circumstances. And, yeah. you know, one of them I think of is Corey Tim Boom. Yeah. And, you know, here she is. She's a lady who was a Christian family in a Christian family they were hiding Jews mm -hmm. and her story in the hiding place and then they get caught for hiding the Jews so they end up in this concentration camp yeah. and she gets out of the concentration camp and her sister passes away in the concentration camp when she gets out she's going around speaking and she comes across someone who is a guard in their camp mm -hmm. and she's confronted with this reality God calls us to forgive. Yeah. And is she going to forgive? One of the hardest things to do. I, that would be extremely hard for me. Yeah. And she tells the story, and if you've, you've never heard the story for the listener, uh, you should go and, and find the story. But she describes how hard it was for her to even bring up her hand to shake his hand. Mm -hmm. And I think about those moments. Are we really willing to take the knowledge of God and apply it in our lives, even in the most extreme, difficult circumstances? Are we willing to submit to His will? Are we willing to be content when we want to throw a temper tantrum or we're not getting our way or things like that? And so when we're talking to people and we're pointing them to him we need to leave that with them yeah. and leave that idea but we don't carry that with us it's their responsibility to submit to God it's their responsibility to continue to grow it's our responsibility to encourage them to pray for them to give them hope and to show them yeah. the answers that apply in their life Yeah, but we cannot do it for them. Yeah, and, and I think that's one of the biggest challenges for people who find themselves on the receiving end of somebody else's problem. I got, they came to me, I have to solve this. You, you don't have to because you can't. It goes back to what we said at the beginning. Jesus is the answer. You've got to help them get that to Jesus, get themselves to Jesus. And, and you do that by pressing them to conform. Like, they're holding something back. You're unwilling to submit to His authority. You're unwilling to submit to His Word. Or you're, unwill you're unwilling to deny the thing that you're holding on to that is really bringing you hurt, but you're afraid to let it go. And, and all we can do is, like you say, offer them hope and encouragement and, and challenge toward do this. Submit this to Jesus. Deny yourself. At some point, you have to say no to self. And until you do that, you're going to carry this burden. And, and it, it feels, when you're in that moment, because you and I have been in these places ourselves, yeah, in that moment, you're yeah. like, if I give this up, what will I have left? Like, <laughs> like, even though it's bad, I don't want to give it away. 
And then when you have, when you've said, Lord, I don't, I don't want this anymore. I, I, I want to change this or I want to submit this to you, whatever it is, you look back and go, oh man, if I hadn't done that. And, and it really is a place of self-denial. I, I'm going to, illustration you gave of Corey Ten Boom, what a great, powerful story. I'm going to shake this man's hand. And, and in that moment, she really began to go, I can forgive these people. It was kind of that moment of, I can let this go. Um, difficult. Those are difficult steps. That sometimes you've, you've got to take that step. And we can't make people do that. It's got to be the Holy Spirit. Yeah, and I'll tell you, you said something in particular. You said, you know, about dying to yourself. And we, we started in the conversation. We were talking about the resurrected life of what mm-hmm. we really want to live. And as we're dying to self, and that is so extremely challenging to do that. Yeah. And with His power, we can do that. Yeah. With, with Him in mind. And it's freeing. I mean, when we finally give up, what we're so tightly holding on to, yeah. then it's it, it frees us to be able to really submit to what He wants. And all of a sudden, we might feel like we're settling or like we're giving up something, yeah. but the reality is we're receiving something so much greater because this life isn't eternal. Yeah. This is so temporary. And so... As we think about it, we want to keep that in mind what we were talking about previously, you know, having that eternal mindset. Yeah. And what is God doing in this moment to mold me in his likeness so that others can see him more clearly in my life? Yeah. That's hard, but it's good. It, it, it is hard and it is good. And it will it will give you joy and you'll be able to be a blessing in other people's lives. Don't be afraid to be a discipler of people. Use your, use your holidays, use your everyday life to impact other people as you walk this journey. As you're following Christ, bring others with you. And it sounds scary, maybe, but it's just helping point other people to Jesus. And you don't carry their burdens, you just take their burdens with them to the Lord. Thanks for listening, and I look forward to continuing this conversation next time.